Gemara Baba Kama Daflamit Chet Masechet dedicated for Slachat Hayalet Saba Hachazarat Shibuim Be Refuat Achonim. There is Daf Refuat Shilema Shimon Ben Simcha. There is Daf Pola Bat Roz Shetelavalav Shatova Muslachat. Amen. Amen. And the Gemara begins. Second line. Shor Shel Yisrael Shenagach Shor Shel Kenaani Patur. So if we gore. An ox, our ox was the ox of a Kena'ani, so we are patur. <clears throat> However, if they, their ox damages our ox, hayav. Amri memanafshach. Ire'ehu davka. If it, when it says in the Pasuk, that only the ox of your friend, which is a Jew, so then the Kena'ani ki nagach the Yisrael nami the patet. So even when the Kena'ani gores, the Jewish ox should also be patur. Because again, it's, it's not re'ehu. Re'ehu's got to go both ways. And if you say no, re'ehu is not, is not uh, exact. So then I feel the Israel ki kenani nechayev. Then we should say that if Israel gores a kenani, should be hayav. Which is basically the question is all or nothing. Right? You can't play it both ways. Amad by Moded Eris. So we have a Pasuk. What is this Pasuk talking about? Well, first of all, where is the Pasuk? It is in Habakkuk. Okay, that's what I thought it was. So it says over here in the Pasuk, Amad by Moded Eris. So God saw that the seven mitzvot that B'nai Noach are obligated, they accepted, but they don't fulfill them. So what did God do? So as a punishment, God made their money hefkev. So therefore, that's the punishment for not keeping the seven minutes worth. So therefore, when we damage them, we don't have to pay. Their money is, uh, is hefkev. And obviously, Achimim have, have a right to do that. Um, the Rashi Tosfot says, and then he quotes a Gemara later on that says, Right, but if you say that you can't steal from a Kena'ani, then that makes sense because we only remember the Nizikim, not theft. According to later on, we're going to see even Gezel Kena'ani is Mutar, so. This Gemara is not mashma. That's mashma only. Shor shenagat. They they wait, but not all. Okay, we'll deal with that later on. <coughs> yeah. How do we enforce that? Again? Why why should a goy abide by our rules? So it's talking about where we were the sovereign ruler. It is just Yeah, yeah. Where they had to come to our courts and we were we were in control. That's right. Obviously, I think it's a law. They have to have courts. They're not doing courts. That's what no, no, but that, that, yeah, but they weren't doing the right. same as votes. So, right. so they're not going to judge themselves. The Bi Yochanan Amar Mehacha, another pasu, Ofi Mehar Paran. So it says that God uh, appeared and revealed Himself in Har Paran. That's why Bnei Ishmael. He went to ask them if they want the Torah, and they refused. <coughs> so it says Me Paran Ofi Yamamonan Yisrael. So at Paran, Hufia, Hufia over here means he revealed their money, meaning he made their money, you know, uh, ownerless in the sense that once they refused to accept the Torah, 
So that's it. Their money becomes, you know, free for Bnei Yisrael. The Torah itself, not just the seven mitzvot. Now we're talking the Torah the itself, exactly. Fiyah Mahar Paran when they accepted the Torah. So look at the Tosafot. Perush Hakodesh Sivev Beazira Torah Bechol Haomot Velo Kibla. Right? They went around. Like uh, she said, actually, Meparan. Mashma Shelotzilma De Meparan Negla LeUmot. That's what it means. Vechen Mashma Betargum Yerushami De Metargem Meturah De Gabla Et Galel Lebnei Yishmael. Okay, so you should know that Paran generally is Arab land. That's another issue. Paran sounds like it's not uh, Arab land, but it's actually Sinai. Why? The Gemara there calls five names for Har Sinai. Mit Barsim, Mit Bar Kadesh, Mit Bar Paran, Bar Sinai, Mit Bar Kedemot. So when it is, the Mit Bar Sinai, Mit Bar Gadol. So Mit Bar Sinai actually is a, it's a big desert. Mit Sadechad, it's not Sinai. One side of the desert is Sinai Desert, and the other side is called Paran. And they all, they all call part of the big desert, but I guess Ishmael lives on the Paran side. so it says, Tanya Nameach, we have a brighter support. This Shor Shil Yisrael, Shenagach Shor Shil Kena'ani, Patur. So our ox that goes, their ox, Patur, however, Shor Shil Kena'ani, Shenagach Shor Shil Yisrael, not only do they have to pay us, but Ben Tam Ben Mu'ad, Meshalem Nezik Shalem. The law of, of Hatsi Nezik only applies to Jews, but it doesn't apply to Guin. Therefore, they have to pay full price, even on the first Goring Shneemar. Amad by Moded Eres, the Abba Yetelguim, Beomer, Ophia Mehar Paran. So we have two Pesukim like we saw above. So Yomar says, My Beomer, what do you need two Pesukim for? Vichi Tema, Hai Amad by Moded Eres, Vivere Lichterab Matna, Utrav Yosef. You might have thought that the first Pesuk is needed for the different Derasha of Rab Matna, which we'll see in a minute. Tashema, that's what we call the second Pesuk, Ophia Mehar Paran, the Paran, Ophia Mamunan, the Israel. So the Gemara then asks, "My derab matna, what's that matna's derash?" The Gemara matna, "Amad ve'eres la'a, mara'a la'a sheva mitzvot shenistavu alim benenor ve'lo kimum, amad ve'higla otam me'al admatam." So he learns not that he was matir the money, but he actually sent the guim into exile. Lo me'em ashmar da'ay ve'yater l'shnad de'giluye. How do you know the word ve'yater is a language that represents exile? Who ketivacha ve'yater guim? That's the grasshoppers or these creatures that jump. They jump from place to place. So therefore, simply by yatein, God caused them to, you know, be uh, uh, uprooted and uh, move from one place to another. My the Rabbi Yosef, who was Rabbi Yosef that he said on this pasuk, the Amar of Yosef, Amar by Moded Eres Ra'ah. So again, God saw that they don't keep the seven mitzvot. Amad ve'tiran lahem. 
So he come, God said, you know what? Forget about it. Mutab. So the Gemara said, it gude, it gar. Why they get a reward? If you don't keep them, so that's a, a reward that now they don't apply anymore. matzinu So basically you're rewarding the sinner. So Amar Mor de Ravina, Domar, She'afidu mekaymin otan, en mekabdim alehem sachak. Which means, now that's it, even if they keep the mitzvot b'nei Noah, they're not going to get reward. Vela, that's so, v'hattanya rabim iromer, minayin, she'afidu nukhli v'osik b'torah, that how do we know that a goy, that studies Torah, shehu ke kohen gadol, that gets, they treat him like a kohen gadol, which means it's a status. Tamudomar, asher yaseh otam ha'adam, Vachayb bahim. It says, Ha'adam. Kohanim v'levim Yisraelim. No ne'emad. Pasuk does not say, Kohanim v'levim Yisraelim. Ela Adam. Which is a goy. Ha'lamad. Shabbat nukhri v'osik b'torah. Ha'arehu ke'kohen gadol. So you see that what? That they do get reward for their mitzvot. So how could the rabbi come along and say to Yosef that we don't give them reward? Amre. En mekabdim alehem schad k'mitzvah v'oseh. They don't get reward as if they were commanded. Like someone that's not commanded. We know the famous law. That's right. That's not Lamed. So we said that what? That uh, somebody that gets a commandment, his reward is greater than somebody that's not commanded. And therefore, Bori Olam basically punished them that they're going to get reward, but not as much. So now let's go see some of the Tosafotim over here. First of all, what does it mean that we compare a, a goy that learns Torah to a Kohen Gadol? Why don't you compare him to a uh, chief rabbi? So Tosafot says, because it's based on the Gemara and Sota, page 4, there we said, Yekara Himipininim, that uh, a Mamzer, the Tamir Hakam, that studies Torah is better than a Kohen Gadol, Ama'aretz. And the Gemara said, Yekara Himipinim, a Kohen Gadol, Neknas, the Flame Niftim. So since the Gemara over there was comparing you know, Tamid Hakam to a Kohen, so therefore they use the same uh, mashal over here. Tosafot over here, Ela Ha'adam. So now, the Gemara is learning that the word Adam is a goy. Because the, uh, the Pasuk said, Asher Ya'aseh Otam Ha'adam Vahai Bahem. So, Tosafot has a quiet problem. Tema Ha'en Ovdeko Chavim Kiruim Adam. Like we learned in uh, Bam, Amar Ashbi, and Kivrei Ha'ovdeko Chavim Betamiim Beohel. We know that a, a goy's grave does not have Tumat Ohel, because the pasuk says Shne Emar Adam Ki Yamud Beohel. So that's Adam. Atem Kiruim Adam, Ve'en Ha'ovdeko Chavim Kiruim Adam. So therefore, over here you're saying that Adraba, the Adam is what a goy, but sounds like over there that the goyim are not called Adam. And therefore, which means you have uh, 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 you have the pasuk by Ohel, which is Adam ki yamut be Ohel. 
So, Atem Kiruim Adam, Ve'enu Mota Olam Kiruim Adam. However, Ha Adam, that already is a, is a, is a goy. Okay,そのままの例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、例えで、
ויש לומר, ובעל כורחק עשו על פי דברי המשה, זה לא צ'ויס, the government came along and forced them. זה לא יתחבר לעשות את זה, you don't have to die for that law. So that's what they did, אינם יעשו עצמם גרים. So they made themselves like they were גרים, or they converted. So that's what they taught it to them, and that's, uh, that, that's why it was okay, it was a conversion uh, process. Okay, but how do you learn, how did he explain? In Anamodim, we're not going to tell the king. Yeah, like, is it trouble? Yeah, like you, uh, we don't like it, but we're not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They also, they may have forgotten. They say they may have caused them to forget. They may have forgotten. Yishami. When they got on the ship, they, they forgot all they learned. Those guys that learned to me? Yeah. Okay, so therefore there was a delete. Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, a famous uh, story. Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Shechiv Ale Barta, Lohalenu's daughter passed away. Okay. <laughs> What they say? Why? What do they say? The Amre, when they get to the house, so they say something, May Which means, now what could you do? Yes, some people say that. You know, what could you do? That's, that's what happened. So the problem with that is, What, if there was something you were able to do, you would have done it? Which means this is God's God's will. I mean, what could we have done? You know, He won. I mean, He won. He, that's talking as if we couldn't stop it. Well, if you had a method to stop it, you would have stopped it. it doesn't mean to a spiritual way. Maybe he, he felt it was like uh, you know you're not accepting the uh, the gezera. What, 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 what could you do? Again, you can't do nothing. What, what could you do? And if you had something to do, what would you do? So he didn't feel it. He felt that was not a uh, a right uh, way to console. So he said, I'm not going there. Isn't that, isn't that what he's saying? What he's saying? What could you do? Meaning there's nothing to do. No, but the implications, because if there was something, you would have done it. Right. So he said, well, what, what could you do? It's the will of God. Nothing you can do. <laughs> you, can't, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. It's Hashem's will. <clears throat> so anyway, he says, Amaleh, anyway, uh, Azal hu lehudeh. So he went along. Gabbeh. <coughs> To console the rabbi. Amaleh, so he tells him the following consolation. Says, Pasuk, Vayomer Hashem, so Hashem says, Al Tatsar et Moav, Vat et Garbam, Milchama. It seems that Moshe, Rabbeinu Alav Shalom, was intending to go make war against Moav. So Bore Olam had to come to him and tell him, don't do it. Al-Tatsarit Mu'av, don't uh, antagonize or fight against Mu'av. <coughs> don't instigate a war. Now why would Moshe Rabbeinu think that he has a right to go fight against Mu'av, that Bore Olam has to tell him, don't do it? God didn't tell him to do it. So why... <coughs> Why do you think he should do it? Ella Nasam Moshe Kalvahomer Baatsmo. So he made a, a Kalvahomer. 
What was the Kava Homer? Uma Midianim Shilobau Edalahazorit Moav. The Midianim, they only came to help Moav. Moav was the main was the main fight, was the main Balak Melik Moab Hayid Bilam. And Midianim only came to assist. Amra Torah, what did Torah say regarding Midian? Saror at the Midianim, Vikitemotam. Go fight the Midianim. So if that's the case, we have to fight the Midianim. So certainly then Moab, which was the main uh, enemy, Moavim Atzmam, that started the Kilkul, they hired Bil'am. Local chicken. So what did God say to them? No. Amar lo HaKadosh Baruch Hu, lo, kisha'alta al-datach, alta al-dati. I don't think like you thought. Why? I have a different intention. I can't kill Moab, because they're still destined to come out of Moab two very, very important uh, uh, jewels, and we had to wait till they emerge before we kill them. Shte peredot tovot. Peredot is like birds. Yesh li lehotzimehen. Ruta mo'aviyah and na'ama ha'amonit. So this is his story that he's telling the father that just lost his daughter. And now listen to the cancellation. V'halo devanim kavachomer. He had mercy on this Amon and Moab because of two future Tzadkaniyot that are going to come out. What do you mean we don't have an issue with them? Why don't we have an issue with Amon? So he says, Bitoshil Rabbi, Imke Shirahi, Veruyawi Latset Mimena Davartov, Alahat Kamakavam, Davahaya. He said, Listen, the daughter of Rabbi, if something good was going to come out of her, so she would have lived. <coughs> that, that's his consolation. <laughs> so, so the way the Siftah Hayim learns this, is that this is the way of the tzaddikim to consult to say she fulfilled her purpose. She doesn't need to live anymore. Everything that came out of her good came out of her. Therefore, some people filled their tikkun at thirty years old. Some people filled it at hundred years old. If there, was, if there was anything more that she needed to fix, she would have. She would have lived. Bore Olam gives life to the goyim nations because there was two goods that are going to come in the future. So you don't have to worry because he was worried maybe the father and saying, "Well, she was so young; she could have done so much more." And she's uh, so much potential. And the consolation is, no, if there was more for to accomplish, there was more to do according to her neshama, Borei would have kept her alive. And therefore your consolation should be, she fulfilled her uh, purpose. There's nothing else to come out of her. And therefore, it's, it's, it's a neshama. So the Gebara says, <clears throat> When Tosfot says that even though we only needed this for Moab, he mentioned Amon as well. We only needed this Gemara for, 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 for Moab. Moshe's Kavahomer was on Moab, but we threw Amon in there uh, as well. So the Gemara says, Amar of Bar Abba, Amar of Yohanan, En HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mekapeyah Sechar Kod Beriyah. But Olam does not uh, reduce or hold back the reward for anybody. A person earned something, he did something, you're going to get reward. Even just for speaking nicely, 
Borei Olam will make sure that the person gets rewarded. De'ilu, this is talking about with the daughters of Lot. They were in a cave with their father after the destruction of Sedom. And the Bechira, the older daughter, what happened? <coughs> right, they had a, uh, they had the baby. The Ka'amra Mo'af. So she called the uh, the child Mo'av. What is Mo'av? Me'av. It's Piritzut. So basically she was calling the child a name that obviously implies that it was from an ancestral relation. So that's not a nice word. Amalu HaKadosh Baruch Hu Moshe Al-Tatsar et Mo'av Val Tetkarbamma Milchama So when it comes to Mo'av, you're not allowed to fight them in war. But you're allowed to, um, you know, bring them as slaves, to charge them taxes, and stuff like that. So therefore, they didn't get full immunity, Mu'av, because of that sihad that was not na'ah, so therefore Borei Olam did not give them full immunity against the Jewish people. However, Sa'ira, the Kamra bin Ami. Sa'ira was a little more discreet. Bin Ami. The son of my, uh, my my nation, the son of my my relative, but, but was not Bifirush that said, you know, a father. So that was a nicer language. Can't even work them. Can't even use them as slaves to bring you water and, and food. So you see, Borei Olam doesn't uh, forget even a small uh, language that's a finer language than uh, the other, so they got rewarded better. So a person should always do the mitzvah earlier, which means faster. Why? Although she might not have had the nice language, but she went to be with her father the night before. She went the early. She went first. And obviously, we're talking about over here where they were the Shem Shamayim. The Shish Tosfot says, the Shem Mitzvah Nitkavnu. Like we saw in Nazir, Chav Gimal. Kedida Perek Mishamal, El Nazir, Veshama Chavero. Gidola Avera Lishma. We saw that with Ya'el, with Benot Lot. So therefore, what do you see over here? You see, she, 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 she thought that the world was, gonna, was coming to an end. And therefore, she went with her father in order to continue to perpetuate the, uh, the, the race. So uh, her children would have kings uh, four generations before <coughs> the younger girl. But who came out of Moab? So you have Oved, and then you have Yishai, and then you have David, and then you have Shalomo. So that's it. So you have already four generations of Yehudim that starting from you know, Oved. But what happened? The Ilu Se'ira, the Se'ira doesn't get kingdom until when? Ad the Habam. The Habam was the son of Shilomo. <coughs> and how do we know he was from Ammon? Tikhtiv, Veshem Imon, Na'amaha Ammonit. So therefore, Ruth already brought four generations of Jews prior to the Se'ira. She didn't come until G5, 
which means the uh, Chabab. So, and all that, why? You were Magdim, so therefore Midah connected Midah, Bori Olam is Magdim as well. Tarur Banam. Short Shal Yisrael, Shenagach Shor Shil Kuti. When you hear Kuti, it's got to be page 10 and page 11 in Gitin. So let's see about these Kutis, the Kuris. They got the Huris, they got the Kuris. Tarubanan. Shor Shal Yisrael, Shenagach Shor Shil Kuti. So if we damage a Kuti, the question is these were converts to Kutis. So this is in the land of Kuta. And there's an argument from here till tomorrow. Uh, how do we look at the conversion of the Kutis? Do they convert the Shem Shamayim? Or the Gemara says, Gere Arayot. Arayot lions. They were afraid of the lions, so they converted uh, out of fear, so therefore it wasn't a real conversion. Some say, no, they were Gere Emet. Well, if they Gere Emet, so then if you damage a Gere, you have to pay. But if they Gere Arayot, they go in. So the Chaura, you wouldn't have to pay. So the Gemara says, patur. But if a kuti nagash shor Israel, so tam mishalem hatsi nezik, but mishalem nezik shalem. So it's interesting. If the kuti damages us, they get the uh, they get the benefit of tam and and muad. So Rabbi Meir Omer, shor shel Israel shenagash shor shel kuti patur, veshel kuti shenagash shor shel Israel ben tam ben mishalem nezik shalem. So it sounds like the Mimir holds that the Kutim are going. And therefore, if, if we damage them, so therefore we're off the hook. And if they damage us, full payment right away. That's the Mimir's opinion. So the uh, Gemara comes along and says, well, what does he hold? The Memra, the Sabah, the Mimir, Kutim, Kere Arayoten? He must hold that the Kere Arayot, that they only converted because of fear of the lions. And if that's the case, they go in. Good. And that's why if we damage them with patur, and if they damage us, they have to pay. Nezik shalem. The other opinion also holds you patur. Before we get to the other opinion, let's do the bimir first. I heard you. So the Yabara says, Urmini. We have, a, we have a contradiction. We're going to show you here that the bimir must hold that it's gire emet. And if it's gire emet, so then we don't understand why, uh, why, why, why we're off the hook. Why when we damage them, we don't have to pay. Well, when do you see that he owns the gire emet? So let's read this statement. Now this statement over here is going to need uh, a little adjustment. So we're going to read it slowly. Let's go one at a time. If you see a ketem, ketem is a stain, a blood. Uh, it came obviously from a lady. So if it comes from rekem tehorim. Now why are the stains from rekem tehorim? That's she. Okay, because the majority of the people live there are goyim. From the Torah, at least, the blood of a goy, that type of blood, is tahor. Good. Even though the rabbis made a gezerah, shiu kezavin, so there's your Hanukkah connection, that the rabbis made a gezerah that they should be like Tum'at Zav. So that would make the Pakshemen, the Chaora, problematic. Because if the Goy has a deen of a Zav, so therefore, Chaora 
they should have also been mitameh the uh, the pakshemen if they would have touched it. And how do you know they didn't touch it? So Tosfot says that zav is only mitameh behesit. That it's only tameh if they would have moved it. And kanere they saw where it was and they saw that it was un, unmoved either. That's Tosfot in, uh, in uh, Shabbat Kapanah. Anyway, al kitmehem lo gazru. So even though they made a gezerah that the goy should be treated like a uh, like a uh, zav, but they didn't go there on the ketamim. They had ketamim the Israel gufayu midrabanan. Right? Even ketamim by the Jewish people are only midrabanan. And we learned the sibichat haver that only when there's a hargasha, only when the blood comes out, with a hargasha is a tamed oraita. But if it's just a ketam which is a stain, it's not a tamed. So of course, we're not going to make a gezerah on Goyim's ketamim. The Midoraita dam yezova bebsara. Only a blood that flows. Ketiv. Shetereh hu megufa. Filo shetim se'u bebegadea. She's got to flow out of her body. Then she finds it as a stain. Now, filo ratam megufa. Furthermore, even if it comes from the goof, it's only if it's wet, moist by the goy. So therefore, there's very, 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 very big restrictions. Okay. So now, continue the Braita. The Biuda mitame. The Biuda says if you find ketamim in uh, in rekem, letameim, mepneshem gerim, because they converts mitoim, mebena nochrim, mitoim, and they 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 they, they make mistakes. Mazetoim, Rashi, ruban gerim. So he learns that the majority of these people in the Rekim, they were Kutim, but Kutim are Gerim. Vedaman, Metameh, Israel. So then why, why, why are they leaving all their Kitamim all over the place? Ela Hashem Toim, Venohagim, Behokota Nochrim. But they behave like Goim. But they're still Jewish. Even if a Jew behaves like a Goy, he's called Israel Mumar. Israel Shakata, Israelu. So therefore, that's the Bihuda's opinion. <coughs> now continue. tehorim. If you find the ketem amongst Goyim, tehorim. Meben Yisrael meben akutim. But if you find it amongst the Yisrael and the kutim, Rabbi Meir Rabbi Meir says, Tameh, v'achamim metaharim. And achamim say, Tahor shelo nechshedu. Does it add that there? It takes it out. Al kitmehem. Now, before you go further, we got to change the girsah here a little and understand this last line. So, look at the bottom. Nashim beben Yisrael. Asechet ida parchina. Idi Yisrael tehorin deman temeim. How could you say that if you find a Ketem Ben Yisrael, that it's going to be uh, Tehorim according to Hachamim. Because it says, Ben Yisrael, Ben Akutim, Rabbi Meir Metameh, Vachamim Metarin. How can it be Ben Yisrael Tehorim? If Ben Yisrael's Ketemim is going to be Tehorim, then whose Ketemim is going to be Tameh? That's the Gemara Nidaz question on this Gersah. You can't tell me that the Ketemim that are found by Yisrael are Tehorim. Then, then whose Ketemim are Tehorim? So that's the Gemara's question in Ida. Betalsinan la hachi. Ben Yisrael or Ben Akutim Temeim. So according to this opinion, if you find it by 
ישראל או כותים, תמים וואי, ונמצאים בערי ישראל במקום הפקר, but if you find it in the place of Yisrael, and this continue just thrown around, like in a public place, תיאורים. Why? שלא נחשדו על כתמם להפקירם, אלא מצניעם אותם, שלא ייתנו בהם טהרות. That's what it means. If you find כתמים in a Jewish city, strewn all over the place, you can assume that it's not a ketem. Because Benot Yisrael are careful. And therefore they wouldn't just throw it in the Rishut Rabim because it would cause Tumah. So when you find Ketamim in a Jewish city, uh, it's Tehorim. We're not talking about where you found it in a box. You found it in the public. So that's going to be the Mahlokan. Are the Kutim careful with their, with their Ketamim? So Rabim Meir Metameh Shinechshidu al Ketamim and therefore they don't keep the ketamim under uh, lock and key. And therefore, if you find it in the public place, you have to hoshesh. But stop right there. What does that show you? That the bimir holds that they get in. They get a emet. What are you talking about? You just told me over here, the bimir holds that they get a arayot. And that's why if we damage them, we don't pay anything. <coughs> so therefore, we have a setira. And say, if you go to a kuti town, and you find their ketamim all over the place, they put them in the, you know, lock and safe. So they wash them. Alma, here's the question. So that is the, uh, that's the question. Why, why in a case when they're mixed together, Jews and Kutim? No, no, it's, it's, it's separate, it's separate, it's separate. Kutim, Kama, Yisraelim. So the Gemara comes along and says... So make up your mind. Are they getting emet or are they uh, are they getting arayot? Alma, <clears throat> just finish the question. Kasabar bi meir, kutim getting emetem. Amar bi abahu, kenasu shekanasa bi meir bemamonam. Really, they get emet. And if they get emet, so then what? If you damage them, you should really have to pay. However, the achamim. Put a knas on their money. So we don't, uh, so we don't mingle with them. So they'll keep away from us because they know that if we damage them, we're not paying. So that's one way for them to stay out of the Jewish neighborhoods. Yeah, but uh, we're, we're not going to move into the neighborhood. I guess maybe. Uh, that's, uh, we can control it, but we can't control them. Or maybe that, so, this will make us think they're going in, because the dean is like a goy, so we'll stay away from them. Yeah. Or, or, or just a kanas, it's a kanas. Um, so we don't want to marry their daughters. So therefore, uh, like we learned in Kiddushin, Ayin Vav, that uh, they didn't keep the laws of Mamzerut, and therefore stuff... Uh, they didn't have the marriage rules, so down, 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 down pat. So the debate is how far the penalty is on it? Exactly. So now the Gemara comes along and says, what are you talking about? Mativ Rabbi Zera. Because now it sounds like we put a kanas against Kutim, even though they get an emet. So the Gemara says, Ve'elu knas. God forbid, if a man forces himself on a na'ara. What's a na'ara? She's a na'ara... Uh, and uh, now he has to pay the father a knas. How much does he pay the father? 50 kesef. 
<coughs> so the deen is over here. Um, these are the na'arot that are subject to knas. Even if the guy went with a mamzeret, so even though she really can't marry into the congregation, doesn't matter. So bottom line, you go with a kutit, you got to pay the father 50 kesef. But if you're saying that he made a knas against their money, so we should make a, a knas and take away the 50. And therefore what? It sounds like that he must hold that what? So why, why, are, you paying the, why are you paying the 50? Because they're gede arayot. So therefore you pay what? Nezik Shalem, not because of Knas, uh, but because Gideh uh, Arayot, and therefore you pay them. Now, why would you pay them if they get Arayot? I guess you don't have to pay them for damages, but you pay them for. for, for pays the fine. Pays the fine for being. Right. So not, not, nothing to do, even though they grieve. Just because of his action. Right. Even though they grieve. Penalizing him. Right. Not penalizing. It's not a mamon thing, it's a, it's a, it's a penalty yes. shot. Punitive damages. Okay, although Tosfot Shans has a question, Okay, fine. Bottom line, he says now that according to the Bimi'id, if you're saying that they're getting emet, and your rule is that we still knas them to keep away. Okay. So over here, why don't you take away the uh, knas? So Amar so Abaye comes along and says, Kedeh, Shelo Yechotem Niskat. Okay? Because the guy, you know, acts like a bad guy, he's a rapist. And uh, you tell the guy, well, listen, uh, you don't got to pay the 50 because we're trying to keep these kutim out of the community. So the guy got away with the uh, murderer. So the Gebarah says, wait. You should force him to give the money to the poor people. So therefore, so he doesn't get, uh, so he doesn't get, 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 a, get, a, get a profit. Which means, if you're going to tell the Aniim, go collect, so they'll never be able to collect because the guy could always say, I'm going to give it to somebody else, I'm going to give it to somebody else, and therefore, because there's no specific person that you owe it to. You owe it to the tribe of Anim. And therefore, there's no way to enforce it. Although we couldn't say give it to the Bedim, and they'll give it up. But that she says, Who can take him to court and say he owes me money? If Ani takes him to court, he'll say, I give it to, to another Ani. So therefore, uh, the Gemara comes along and says, that that's why uh, we we kenasim only shaloye hotel niskar. But in this case over here, it's not hotel niskar. What's hotel niskar? Well, my, 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 my animal damaged his animal. That means I wasn't careful in matching my animal, and it damaged the kuti's animal. And uh, we say what? You don't got to pay. So there, okay, maybe there's no hanaah. He is not negligent. He didn't watch his animal, but we don't we don't say that hotel is cut over there. You're getting more fifty bucks. You got to pay the damages. Why don't we worry about 
by that over there. So he says, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. He's not, he's not, he's not a no, Hana'ah. There's his Hana'ah. Yeah, he was trying to take away the fraternization to teach. So here also, he wanted to make them pay the $50, 50 because he's yeah, a Hotel We don't want the Jew to get rewarded. We don't want him to be with the Kuti. Right. So we're, we're pen- penalizing him. So he's now according to the Bimeir, so that he doesn't uh, go be with the Kuti. Right. Same reason. Yeah, right, but even, even though we just said over here that we don't want we don't want the sitter to be rewarded, even though even though we want to penalize them, but we're not going to penalize them if it's going to reward the sinner. I'm just asking that when a when a when a when a short of a Jew gores a short of a kuti, it's a form of negligence there, and we're telling you don't have to pay. And why? Oh, because we don't want the kuti to be class. Okay, fine. So I got off the hook. Because it's not as Mazid. It's not as Mazid as a rapist or, or something like that. Yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not, 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 we said that the Yad Anim, Betin, Yad Anim, Yechudim Notsim Emenu. So he says, Lachen Pirish Bofen Ahed, Shekemat Sheenu Meshalem, the Mishahatalo, and Mishitra Lahazer, Ahar Edim Kedel Lochiah Shahata. Now that's the thing. It's going to be hard to enforce it because since you're not paying to the guy that you caused the damage to, nobody's going to come and bring witnesses. You got to prove it. So the father will prove it if he gets the fifty bucks. But if if if, if 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 the guy who got damaged is not getting the money, so people are not going to have to go three out themselves. The anima not going to bring witnesses and find witnesses. That way they're going to find witnesses from. So therefore, it's just unenforceable. So that's why you don't uh, you don't pay. Okay, different answer. Okay,